The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. that chair over here and see how it looks. Sweetheart, there is no way you can possibly make this garage look like a gracious and lovely living room, so why don't you stop trying? No, I'm going to do the best I can. I'll see there'll be eight people here, ten counting us. Why didn't you ask everybody over after dinner? Wouldn't it have been simpler than having a buffet supper? Yes, I suppose, but it doesn't seem as much like a party. Get dressed, dear. Will you get dressed? Get dressed? I am dressed. Well, aren't you going to change your shirt and shave? Well, yeah, that doesn't take me very long. Well, I'm not anywhere near ready. I've got to feed the baby, make a white sauce. You'd better get ready in case anybody comes early so you can entertain. Oh, who all's coming now? Oh, honey, I told you. Well, I forget. Elner and Fred, Charlie and Madge, yeah. Myra and George, Myra and, George. and of course, Ann and Jack. Boy, you know. it's an awful mob to entertain at a buffet supper in a two-car garage piled with boxes and cartons and furniture and <laughs> junk and... <laughs> oh, we'll have fun. People. Somebody had to give a party for Ann and Jack. I said, Elner, isn't anybody giving a party for Jack and Ann when they get back from Europe? And she said, not that she knew of. And I said, well, that is terrible. When did they get in? I want to talk to Jack about this trial of mine that's coming up. Well, don't talk about it tonight. I'm having the party so Jack and Ann can tell about their trip. My goodness, it's no fun going away if you can't tell about it when you get back. <laughs> okay, honey. You know, you're pretty sweet. You really are. Well, I want to hear about it, too. Oh, you'll hear about it, all right, if I know that Anne. She never stops talking. Anyhow, now that she's got something really to talk about, for years, we'll be getting a blow-by-blow -blow description of this trip to Europe. <laughs> well, gee, everybody goes except us, even Myra. Ah, we'll go someday. I'll bet Anne will tell us down to the last detail what she had to eat, who oh. she met whom she met, what she saw, what the customs man said to her, what she said to him. Get dressed, the... will you? They'll be here at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Let's face it, nobody on earth could possibly keep up with all the news that keeps happening minute after minute all around this wide world. We have to be selective, keeping up with what's important. And how do we know what's important? Well, one of the best ways of finding that out is by relying on thoughtful, experienced newsmen to screen the news for us. CBS News is famous for its large core of distinguished reporters and observers who have spent years all over the world learning firsthand which stories are important and which are not. Douglas Edwards, Howard K. Smith, Alan Jackson, Larry Lasseur, Walter Cronkite, Ned Kelmer. Those are just a few of the men who report to you regularly here on CBS Radio. They don't try to bring you every single event of the day. They bring you the news that's important in a world context, a national context, an individual context. You know you're getting the news you need to know with CBS News on this network. Well, here come the first guests. Who is it? It's uh, Jack and Ann, I think. Oh, yeah. Hi. 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 Hi.
Welcome to our new garage, our new house. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you're just darling to have a party for. Oh, we want to hear all about the trip. Come in, come in. Well, welcome home, Jack. How's the world traveling? Oh, darn glad to be home. I tell you, you know, Jack got sick the minute we got there. And I got this cold and laryngitis the minute we got home yesterday. I was sick all the way over on the boat. Oh, no, Jack, were you? But Ann Elner said you were the one who was so worried about being seasick. I didn't even get dizzy. Fine thing. There I was, lying in my bed, sick as a dog, and she breezes into the stateroom. Oh, darling, you missed the most marvelous dinner. Clams, filly, a sole, roast beef, and a heavenly dessert. Some sort of meringue with candied cherries. Oh, <laughs> oh Anne, really? That wasn't fair. Yeah. Didn't you get seasick at all? Not a bit, and we ran into some terrible storms. Well, here, if I'm sick, sit down, sit down. Oh, Make I'm at home. dying to hear all about the trip, Anne. Well, we got to London on the 10th. Uh-huh. Now, don't start and... until everybody gets here, because I know they want to hear about it, too. I think I see somebody else coming now. Yes, Charlie and Madge. Oh, fine. Let them in, will you, dear? I want to take a look at dinner. Say, when are you going to get into the new house? Oh, goodness knows, Anne. If we had a time, everything has gone wrong that could go wrong. Come on in, Charlie. Come on, Madge. Just been one thing after another. We stayed with Charlie and Madge for two weeks before we moved in the garage here. (laughs) Well, 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 the world travelers. (laughs) Hello, Anne. Hello, Madge. Did you have a good time? Oh, just wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. We took the Queen Mary, you know, and we got to London on the 10th. Well, London is simply say, the most... Say, we had a funny thing happen when we went to London. Do you remember, Madge? Yeah. That crazy mix-up on the Cook's tour bus when we went to the Tower of London? Oh, yes, yes. That really is a story to end all stories. I didn't know you and Madge had gone abroad, Charlie. Yeah, we went before we had the kids. Yeah, two years after we were married. Oh, we were crazy. Charlie said, let's go to Paris. So we went to Paris. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, is that a town. How did you like Paris, Jack? Oh, we liked Paris, of course, I I got a cold right after I got there, oh. but Anne here had a funny thing happen to her. Anne, <laughs> tell him about the time I wanted a cup of tea, honey. Tell <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so funny. Jack wanted a cup of tea. Well, they didn't bring it and didn't bring it. And finally, when they did bring it, they didn't bring any lemon. I thought they didn't understand me, and I couldn't think of the French word for lemon. Hey, what's uh, lemon in French, Madge? Boy, she knows French. Uh, citron. Citron. Yes. Yes, well, anyhow, when they didn't bring it... We didn't have any trouble in France with Madge speaking French like a native. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> of course, you didn't see Paris the way it used to be. Oh, those days are gone forever. Oh, Charlie, tell that funny story about London. Oh, he is killing. I don't know how many times I've heard him tell this story, and it's still just as funny as when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, Madge, Anne was telling about... Uh, wait, wait, wait till you hear this. Go on, tell it. Uh, Madge and I were walking down Piccadilly. Hello, and, oh, may I come in? Oh, it's Myron oh. Joe. Did you have a simply marvelous time? Oh, yes. Wonderful. Just wonderful. Well, I certainly hope you got to Spain. No, no, we didn't get to Spain. We saw France, Italy, England. Uh... We landed in England, and we got to London about the 10th. And, well, we simply you had You didn't the... get to Spain? Oh, my dear, I just got back, you know. I had two whole weeks in Barcelona, and it was just marvelous. Simply marvelous. Oh, how nice, Myra. Well, as I started to say, we got to London about the 10th. Of course, the most marvelous part of my trip... Well, Myra, and ...was Lisbon. I met those perfectly marvelous people. They had a car and a chauffeur, and they simply insisted that I drive down to Praia de Roche and Portiamo. Oh, it was just heavenly down in southern Portugal. Well, we had the most divine weather. Sunshine, blue skies. 
I bet you had horrible weather in London. Well, it did rain quite a bit. Yeah, I guess it was pretty terrible weather all over this year. Uh, not in southern Portugal. No. Not in Portimao and Praia de Rocha. I was gone two months, and I didn't have one rainy day. Well, Madge and I had darn good weather when we went. Now, I was just starting to tell something funny that happened to us in London. <laughs> Madge and I were walking down Piccadilly. Yeah. Oh, and there's Eleanor and Fred. Come oh, well. Oh, Did you have a good time? Oh, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Well, I'm dying to hear all about it. Well, Anne is dying to tell you, too, if she can get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Fred, there's a chair over here, yes. Ellen. You want to sit right oh, here? Oh, I've down. never been anywhere. I'm so envious. Well, Jack and I just loved it. We landed in England at Southampton, and we got to London about the 10th. Fred's and been to Europe. When was that, dear? Oh, when I was still a bachelor. Right after college, four of us guys took a trip to the Aegean Islands in Greece. And was that a trip? Man alive! We decided not to do the usual tourist things, London, France, Spain. We started at Rome. Then drove south to Amalfi, Sorrento, Pestium, to Calabria, and Apulia, back up the Adriatic coast to Ravenna, and then to Samini and Lago de Garda. Fred, tell that funny thing that happened, that man you met and you didn't know who he was, and then who he turned out to be. Fred became very good friends with the Aga Khan, the old one. That's right, Eleanor. Spoil the story. Oh, I'm sorry. Not much point in telling it now, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Charlie, uh, you tell our story about London. No, 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 no. Wait till you hear this. It's pretty funny. Any, anyhow, it's darn interesting how I happen to meet the Aga Khan. Well, we no, were, I we want to were... hear, Fred, but excuse me while I get some canopies for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the refreshment. Now, what's everybody going to have? <laughs> I, uh... Well, I, 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 I... want you to know that Charlie and I came within an inch of meeting the King of England when we were in London. Well, we did meet Winston Churchill, baby, remember? You see, we knew this Lord somebody or other. Why, uh, Charlie, we stayed at his castle. Oh, we saw quite a few castles in England. You did? As I started to say, we got to London about the 10th. I was you know, calling I about the Aga Khan. Oh, dear, dear, could you help me? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. For goodness sakes, can't you shut Charlie and Fred up? Poor Anne won't have a chance to tell about their trip. I planned this party for Anne and Jack. Darling, what can I do? I don't care, but do something. Charlie, good night. Good night. Ah, boy. <laughs> What's the matter, darling, huh? Well, really. What's the matter? I think everybody had a good time. You gave a very successful party. Successful party, really, dear. Here's everybody talking about London and Paris and Spain and Sorrento, how they met the Aga Khan and Somerset Maugham and Lords and Counts, and what do you do? Well, look, you told me to do something. Anyhow, Anne wasn't getting anywhere, so they, as they walked out to the car right now, I heard her still saying to somebody, well, we got to London about the 10th, of All these thing. simply marvelous places they'd been. You set up the projector and show them the films we took in Boston. Look, those were darn good films. The color is marvelous. Had that new filter. Well, I, I think they enjoyed them very much. What could they say? Shots of Betsy on her bicycle, pictures of the baby shaking his rattle, and all the hundreds of feet you've got of the various stages of construction of our new house. Really, dear, nobody was interested. They were just being polite. Well, we were polite to them for three hours, listening to their trips, all of them talking at once, nobody listening. I showed them what we've been doing this year. 
Think we'll ever get to Europe? I don't know. Gee, I want to go so badly. Why? Just so you can say you've been? Oh, no. I want to see things. The Parthenon, Pompeii, and Venice. So wonderful to have a broader knowledge of things. What broader knowledge? Have our friends gained much broad knowledge? All Jack talked about was the food that didn't agree with him. What did Fred see in that beautiful country of Greece? Anything besides girls? He wasn't married then. And Myra, she seems to have spent all her time asking people to snap pictures of her standing by something. This is me, says Myra, standing in front of the Arc de Triomphe. She might as well have had her pictures taken standing in front of the 7th Street Viaduct. I'm saying it might look just the same. Now, dear. And Charlie and Madge, all I talked about were the people they met. Everybody was a millionaire, apparently, who seemed to have nothing else to do but show Charlie and Madge a good time. What are you trying to say, that you don't want to go to Europe? Sure, I want to go. I'm only saying it doesn't necessarily improve people, that's all. Instead, it can turn them into complete bores. Oh, honey, that's well, just sour grapes. You want to go as badly as I do, and we both fell out of it here tonight. But someday, we are going to travel, too. Okay, honey, I guess you're right. <laughs> but one thing, but, we are not going to bore people when no. we get back with all our pictures mm -hmm. and these so-called funny oh, stories. Oh, no. Well, we're not that way, no, dear. Sir, I really don't think we are. No oily aftertaste, no oily aftertaste. Now there's a margarine. Good luck's the margarine. With no oily aftertaste. Today's good luck is the light margarine. Light in flavor, light on your tongue. Just like the high-priced spread. Lever Brothers has world rights to the process that makes good luck different from other margarines. It's light. Guaranteed to leave no oily aftertaste or your money back. No oily aftertaste. Good luck, good luck. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Julie Lawrence, Dean Carlton, Don Briggs, Audrey Christie, Seal McLaughlin, Dorothy Duckworth, and George Petrie and is produced by Walter Hart.